Lake Effect brings you conversations about what's happening in Milwaukee and the people, places, and organizations that shape the community. This is Lake Effect Spotlight from WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. When you travel, chances are you're using maps to find your way around. Charlie Sprinkman grew up in Milwaukee and currently calls Portland, Oregon home. He's visited 41 of the 50 United States, and he'd often search for queer businesses and other safe spaces wherever he was traveling. That sparked the idea to create an interactive map to help people find queer-owned businesses that everyone can use. In January of 2022, he launched Everywhere is Queer. So far, Everywhere is Queer has over 2,000 registered queer-owned businesses around the world. To learn about the company, Sprinkman joins Lake Effect's Audrey Nowakowski. He begins by sharing his inspiration for the project. Through all the travels, I was always seeking like queer spaces, obviously, and I just wanted something beyond queer bars. Um, I mean, I do drink, but during the day, I would love to go to a coffee shop or like as I'm walking around a city, like don't necessarily need to be sitting in like a dark bar sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was coming actually back summer of 2021. <laughs> I was coming back from Brave Trails, which is a queer youth leadership camp, um, which I was just at that camp. I was in a space of 100 plus queer folks. And it was so euphoric. And I was driving back to Boulder, Colorado at the time. And that's when Everywhere's, Everywhere's Queer came to mind. Um, I was like, a worldwide map of queer-owned businesses might be able to create community and support around queer-owned businesses and have this similar like euphoric experience. I wanted queer people and allies to experience that feeling. And so, yeah, the idea of a worldwide map of queer-owned businesses came to mind. Well, and I love how this resource also makes people think differently about the ways that community can be built, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's my whole goal. I mean, when I launched this idea, I was like, there's many ways that this can go beautifully. But at the top of mind is uh, local people finding community through these spaces on the map. Yeah. Outside of community, can you share more about the significance of a resource like this one? And especially I'm thinking about the deeper meaning it can give to the phrase safe travels, you know, for people who want to use it even outside of their own city. Absolutely. I mean, just to say one thing, I've had gotten hundreds and hundreds of DMs, but several that have said, hey, my partner and I now feel comfortable traveling across the United States, going on a, a long road trip that we would have never done before. So thank you for allowing us to plan a trip and map out all these spots so we can feel safe as we navigate across the country. But just outside of like the community aspect, as someone that grew up outside of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, I wish I had a resource like this when I was a kid. And so I could just go sit at a queer owned coffee shop and see queer people exist. Even when I was not out, I didn't come out to my junior year of college, but as just like a closeted queer kid or high school kid, I would have loved to have been able to go sit and once again, just see queer people exist, working, navigating through the world. I didn't have that as a kid. And with the start of Everywhere is Queer, I'd love if you can take us back to kind of the beginning stages. You're you're pretty young considering a new business, but already there's been so much growth. There's over 2,000 businesses listed worldwide. So when you were first starting this, can you speak on those beginning stages? What are those early days of your business and networking look like and consist of? Um, I mean, everything that you see on Everywhere is Queer, Instagram, website, everything, all designed by my colorblind self. Um, and um, so it's been a journey, like, you know, registering an LLC called Everywhere is Queer um, was a little bit of a journey. Um, 
But the little things, I mean, I posted on Instagram January 2nd. And by March, I got picked up by NBC. Um, and the skim wrote an article on me. And now this posted uh, a big post about me. So I got some PR hits a few months in, which was absolutely beautiful and accelerated the growth of February Square, definitely. But those first few months, I was very much just sitting by myself, trying to find queer owned businesses um, to like message, to let them know that we exist and that like what we're building. Um, and what I found is, and it's so beautiful, it's, it's really grown by word of mouth. I mean, social media as well. But I find that people hear about Everywhere Square and then they post it on their social media and it's like their community and then it just keeps going from there, um, which is kind of how it all started. I mean, I posted on Instagram and then it just kind of kept rolling. You know, we could look at the lens of, you know, at first, Everywhere is Queer is also like an internal motivation. Like, I would have loved this as I was navigating and I want other people to have this. But outside of that motivation to, to for the community to have this resource, have you ever considered or pictured yourself as a founder? Um, I've kind of always been a little entrepreneur as a kid, you know, like in grade school, I was bedazzling pens and selling them for 25 cents, even though they <laughs> took me hours to make, um, clearly a, a sign that I might have been queer. Um, <laughs> uh, I've just always been a little bit of an entrepreneur and I've always like kind of told myself, like, I would love to start my own business one day. I would love to work for myself. And yeah, I'm really grateful to say that I am full-time everywhere is queer now, which is obviously really scary. I'm not making millions of dollars or anything like that, but I'm taking this leap and I'm putting faith in myself. And every time I sign my email as founder and CEO, I feel so, you know, <laughs> proud of myself. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Congratulations, especially to the full-time transition. Thank you. You mentioned some of the initial challenges of navigating what it's like to start your own LLC, but as you've grown and are now full-time in this business, what have been some of the biggest learning curves or challenges that you face and are continuing to learn about and face as a founder? I mean, I think it's like not letting anything slip through the cracks, keep everything organized has been um, a little challenging for me from anywhere from like keeping my books all balanced and um, you know, making sure I renew my LLC annually and little things like that. But also like as I grow bigger, learning more about like SEO on my website and making sure that like I'm utilizing my website to its maximum capacity um, to bring people in and find everywhere is queer. It's things like that that have been hard for me as I, I really don't know anything about SEO, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so with starting this company and growing it by word of, word of mouth. Can you explain the process of how a queer owned business gets on your map? Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, if you are a queer owned business, you can visit www.everywheresqueer.com. You can click any of the links in any of my social media um, channels, which is just Everywhere is Queer, Instagram, TikTok. Um, so you'll land on our, my homepage of my website, which will then you'll see form to be on map. It's a short application to apply to be on the map. And then um, a few days later, uh, I will let you know when you've been added to the map. I was exploring the map a little bit, and there's different categories you have for businesses. Can you explain some of those? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we've got retail, so like brick and mortar. So we welcome any like online stores. You do not have to be brick and mortar. You can just be, you know, out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, you don't have to put your physical address. Um, so if you have like an Etsy store or anything like that. So we have the category of online stores. We have real estate agents. We have therapists. 
I have a creative category, which is a lot of artists, tattoo artists. We have an outdoor recreation category. Um, yeah, there's 14 different categories. Um, and it's so easy to just like filter by category wherever you are. Um, yeah. And with connecting with queer business owners around the country, around the globe, whether you're doing that initial outreach or they're connecting with you, what's some of your favorite parts about connecting with these business owners? You know, it's the passion and creativity. Also, just seeing the amount of inclusivity through all of these brands. Like, I keep landing on, obviously, queer own businesses' websites as I, like, check them out as they apply. And it's just incredible the amount of inclusivity in all of these brands. You know, it's, like, so much maybe not binary clothing categories. And just, like, really thinking about how everyone can be seen in the picture, not just queer people, queer people and allies, but no matter who you are or what your body looks like, there's so many brands out there that are ready to see you for you, no matter who you are. And I think that's just like such a beautiful thing. And I, I get really inspired by so many of these businesses. In addition to the businesses you're interacting with, there's of course the people out there using this resource. So what are some encounters, maybe digital or otherwise, that stand out to you and have kind of reaffirmed and continue to reaffirm your mission with Everywhere is Queer? Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, I've gotten so many messages that have made my little queer heart cry in the best possible way. But one message is uh, I got one from a small town in Europe, um, in Latvia, which is a country, but small city in Latvia. And this human said, you know, I can't be out and proud to be queer in my city as it's very dangerous. Um, but knowing that the day that I can leave my city and move somewhere else, I see all the pins on your map and it's just giving me life to know. And it's giving, it's making me so excited to experience life as an out queer person. So it's things like and messages like that. Um, I've gotten messages that people have found, you know, gender affirming healthcare provider uh, in their city that they didn't know existed via my map. Um, I once again had so many people message me and be like, we're so excited to plan our road trip from here to here. And like I said, we would have never done it. And all things to your map, we're now hitting the road. And it's, it's messages like that that keep me alive. And also hearing that like a therapist has found five new clients. I just got a message about that um, because people found them on the therapist on our map is such a beautiful thing to me. Yeah, those stories and all the pins on the map is certainly a great sight to see. And Charlie, I want to thank you so much for joining me today to share more about Everywhere is Queer. Yeah, thanks for having me. Charlie Sprinkman is the founder and CEO of Everywhere is Queer and they spoke with Lake Effect's Audrey Nowakowski. To find out more and explore the map yourself, head to wuwm.com. You can find more interviews like this one by visiting wuwm.com slash lakeeffect. And while you're there, subscribe to the Lake Effect Spotlight podcast.